We're going. We're good to go. We're rolling. We're live. We're on the air. Woohoo! On your iPod. On the iPod. On, on the computer. your computer. Listening out there. Well, hey, we didn't do our intro last time. We didn't do hello, everybody. Welcome to Worship Ministry Catalyst. Oh, that's right, because you like started recording. Yeah, because we were talking about the Olympics. I hey, people might want to hear Olympics. us talk about the Olympics. I love the Olympics. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to improve worship ministry in the local church. That's right. There we are. That's right. My name's David. I'm Kevin. Hey. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great, Scott. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Loving the Great Olympics. Scott. Loving the Olympics. Good, good stuff. Good, um, clean fun. Good, clean fun, and it is clean, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You you don't hear a lot of uh, you don't hear a lot of um, bad words, or you know, there's no violence really, and it's fun to root except for, for the boxing. Well, that's kind of violent. I was watching the uh, the judo on a on the internet. Yeah, because they they rarely ever air that on TV. So I just I just went to uh, NBCOlympics.com and. Uh, Watch all the things. Maybe they'll give us some money for plugging their site. Yeah. <laughs> let's, I doubt it. <laughs> let's send an email to the, the NBC and be like, we talked about you in the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. Oh, that what? totally reminds me. Yeah. I haven't told you. What? But we've got some cool stuff coming up as far as people who want, who are willing to be interviewed on the podcast. No way. Remember, we talked about it in a podcast that got deleted, Planning Center Online. Yes. We talked about that. And um it's a it's a big awesome administration tool and Well you out talked there. about it in your nine point five episode. Did I? Yeah. Okay. So planning center online. I talked to him, I sent him an email and said, Hey, would you be willing to be interviewed on our podcast? And he said, Sure. No send way. me the details and, and we'll work it out. No way. So we're gonna interview Aaron Stewart over at Planning Center Online. Wow. Where where's that based out of? I have no idea. Okay. But um <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. But and then we've got a, a worship leader in Minnesota, worship leader back on the East Coast who are gonna get interviewed and Wow. So awesome. we got some some cool interviews coming up in the in the podcast future. Very cool. I'm looking forward to that. And we still gotta get we still gotta get Gibby in here. Speaking of which, uh mm, Gibby. Uh, Mrs. Gibby, Miriam Gibby is gonna um she's gonna be at our next uh church health team meeting next monday oh so really maybe i can ask her when i see her to, there you uh, go next monday next monday evening cht um hey so wanted to wanted to share with you um you know i i've been a little out of commission i had the fair outreach and then a couple of weeks ago i did this camp um this really cool check this out so here's the story behind it for uh for all you listening and also david because you haven't even heard this before. no clue so it's new to me and new to you. Yeah, the listener is is new to everyone except me and my worship team. Um, <laughs> I I know the programming director at Camp Tadmore, which is uh, a big camp here in Oregon. It's based. Uh, it's kind of like, you mean over in Oregon? Oh, that's right. We're not in Oregon. No, sorry. We're not. I you know I get confused living in two different states and everything. Don't diss my state by calling an Oregon. Hey, man. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry. So. <laughs> Uh, in Lebanon, Oregon, about 15 miles east of Lebanon, Oregon, there is this uh, great camp, Camp Tadmore, which actually Not is... Not to be confused with Camp Tadpole. Is that is that a camp? I have no idea. Okay. I was just trying to be funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That, <laughs> it was good. Ha <laughs> ha! Funny. So, Tadmore actually was um, a, a, a camp that started as a movement of the CB Northwest, and there's some history behind there. point is... It's this beautiful giant camp, like 280 acres. They got this lake, super fun. 
I know the programming director went to Multnomah with him, and uh, he he contacted me a while ago and said, hey. You know, we're trying to do this new thing where during during the camps, you know, middle school camp and high school camp, typically what they've done in the past is that if they, they've had just a band that has done the camps for all 10 weeks or whatever, and they said, we want to try to do something different where we actually bring in different worship teams and different bands from different churches for the specific week. And I'm like, well, that kind of sounds like a good idea. And, and you know, I, I kind of put it off. But then we started talking more about it. And I realized this could be a really valuable thing because yeah. check, check this out. I bring I bring my worship team or, or one you know part of my worship, not the whole you know worship team, but mm-hmm. I, anyone who can come. I bring my worship team, and we get you know we get to go there for free. So yeah. we have a week camp. That's huge in itself. We, we have a week camp as free. All of our meals are paid oh. for. All of our lodging is paid for. Um, and on top of that, during the free time, you know, cause there's always free time at camp yeah. during the free time, I had the chance to maybe do some workshops and, uh, talk about like leadership techniques, talk about music techniques, talk mm-hmm. about theoretical aspects of worship leadership and music leadership, uh, team dynamics, band dynamics. And, and so I started thinking about this and I'm like, this is a really great opportunity. <laughs> I need it. I need to get on this. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote him back. I'm like, hey, man, when can we Should do we it? be talking about this? Because, you know, I might I might be willing to get in on this next year. But, you know, if our podcast listeners yeah. catch wind, yeah, I yeah, might not careful. be able to get in. So so it was um, it was actually really cool. I, I called I called Jeremy back and I said, I want to do it. Uh, he gave me the dates. I, I emailed my whole worship team. I said, hey, anyone who's available. Um, I had seven, uh, six, seven, including me, six, six people right back and it, it was unbelievable so uh, there was two there was two drummers um, a bass guitar uh, a guitar a singer and we we went out there and it was a middle school camp so it was it was really fun because it was super high energy yeah we did like all these like super high energy songs uh, it was really really fun and but the the best part of all it, it was I think it you know we, we talk about we talk about like catalyst you know we talk about being being that 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 thing that takes you to the next level right. you know and that's that's what we want to be here mm-hmm. at worship ministry catalyst we want to be something that's gonna boom this is the the change the impetus that makes us go and 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 you know at this camp i i literally felt that this the, the week that we spent at camp could potentially change the way that we do worship ministry at our church really it was that big that's awesome we you know not only did we you know you, you play together when you play together with a, a team for an entire week i mean mm-hmm. you get good you know yeah. you get tight by the end of the week we were clicking i mean you know we and i actually i used the team from the camp for that next sunday and it was unbelievable That's i had awesome. i had so many comments people like man you guys were so tight you guys were so good i mean i've never heard music that good before at this church and it was it was really really neat well the repercussions of that are awesome i mean they're huge because how often do you i mean you know lots of churches have done worship you know team retreats but that's like two days you know you have like a weekend and and you have your whole team there and you know you're just trying to you know do a few things and you can't really do it all that well right maybe you go to a conference but when you go to a conference you don't get to play you don't get to work on you know playing together as a band but for a whole week yeah from sunday until friday sunday afternoon to friday morning and we uh it, it was it was absolutely incredible we um i i i did five workshops uh, so so during the free time, 
you know so every day uh we we took we took about an hour hour and a half and i did a workshop you know and and the first one you know the first i should brought the schedule with me but the first workshop we talked about uh team dynamics um how how to make it work together Mm -hmm. uh second workshop we talked about um worship dynamics making it work together and then we talked about um practical practical team application uh being being a band you know uh um just yeah and then finally the last two topics and this was the most helpful i think we talked about inspiring worship Mm -hmm. and and we talked about what it means to have inspiring worship and this was a huge a huge catalyst for there's a couple uh, a couple of the guys that came you know they were they were younger guys and you know they uh we're talking about worship and what it means and what you know what kind of worship music they connect with and and you know they they were talking and you know uh, throughout conversation we we started talking and they're saying you know i just you know i just i just really hate those hymns and and i just really don't like this and you know some and they're like we do boring music sometimes and so we talked about it and, and by the end it was so cool because we we talked about how you know what what is worship you know when we come to a worship service when we come to worship music are we are we doing it for us you know is it what what am i getting out of it do what what do i like about it or is it for the glory of god mm-hmm. you know are we worshiping god out of our own motivations or out of our own selfish ambition or do we worship god because we love him and want to honor him and and it was so neat by the end of the by the end of the the week uh, the the one guy you know um great great drummer uh young he's 14 or 15 he said man you know thank you so much he said this has changed the way i think about worship music and i mean that just uh, that's worth the whole week totally (laughs) totally and the other drummer he's a cool guy he he told me he's like man kevin he's like this has been the best week of my entire life (laughs) and i'm like whoa (laughs) your entire life your entire life i mean you know i took it as a compliment and they had a great time our worship team had a great time and we learned so much. We worked together, and we came to church on Sunday, and it just it just blew everyone away. I yeah, mean, it I sounded it sounded sweet. Now, you, during the week, you mentioned free time. Did you have other responsibilities while you were there besides leading worship? No, no. Um, which was really nice. We we so actually were there, and there were like two sessions a day or something like it, that. There was actually only one session. Really? It was just, yeah. Which um. So you you know potentially if you wanted to do more than the one seminar a day, you could have. Yeah, could have done it. Yeah, and actually on the last day we did a part one part two we did inspiring worship part one in the morning and then inspiring worship part two in the cool. evening and uh but what was neat was it it uh it really allowed our our team to to hang out with some of the campers and you know we um we we did games with them you know they had they had their uh, structured games and their mm-hmm. team games and so we were able to do that i was able to melanie and callie came so i was able to hang out with my wife and, and my really and cool. my baby daughter and we uh we went on these great walks around the lake they have just this beautiful beautiful facility that's, and i would love to do that that that's i'm really happy for you that's really cool that it you was do it was that. a really great experience and I'm, I'm glad i did it because i almost i almost just kind of brushed it off and was like ah whatever you know but then I said, like, I started thinking, I'm like, what am I doing? This yeah. this is a golden opportunity. Because <laughs> that's that's always been a hang-up for me when I've thought about doing retreats is the cost. Like, yeah. I really want people to go, but I, I have a hard time when they've donated so much of their time yeah. throughout the entire year to then ask them, okay, now we want you to give up a whole weekend and we want you to pay for it. Right. It's like, oh, mm. I didn't tell you the best part of all. They actually paid us. 
they pay us 500 bucks to come out. Seriously. Yeah. So, um, so I was going to just divide it amongst, you know, I was just going to split it evenly amongst all the people that came, but check this out. Um, they, they decided at the end of the week, they're like, you know, Kevin, we, we had a great time here. Um, you know, the one, one guy, one of the drummers said, I, I would have paid a hundred bucks to come here, you know? <laughs> and they all said, we don't need the money. Uh, you know, we already did it. We, we want to do it as a service. And so we decided as a worship team and as a worship ministry, we're going to start sponsoring a child through Compassion International. Really? And we're, we're going to use that $500 to help pay for the initial cost and in the, the weeks and months to follow. And then we're going to um, just ask uh, each, we have four, four uh, worship teams at our church. We're going to ask each team just to, to pitch in $5 a month. Cool. And uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, it was. I'm it was totally really jealous of you now. <laughs> well, I'm hey, coveting. maybe maybe next year if uh, if Jeremy decides to do it again, I'll I'll give you a buzz or shoot yeah, you an email. Yeah, I'd, I'd be into that. It was it was really cool and it was fun, man. The, mm-hmm. the middle scores, we, you know, it, what was cool is I was able to do a lot of songs that I normally don't really do on a Sunday morning because mm-hmm. uh, I don't really feel like I I don't know the freedom or the permission to do it because. Maybe they're a little too youthy. So, you know, we were doing like all these great like Hillsong United stuff and, uh, you know, Charlie Hall, Marvelous Lights and, yeah. you know, just 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 some really uh, awesome youth songs um, that I think really connected well. And uh, it was it was cool. It was cool to see the transformation in the lives of my team members and especially the transformation of these middle schoolers, you know, mm-hmm. uh, middle schoolers, I think, get a bad rap a lot of times like, oh, don't don't bother don't bother with middle schoolers, you know, they'll, they'll never listen to you. They're you know? all hormones. Yeah, they're all hormones, and they don't care about anything but themselves. You know, there's no point trying to touch, you know, trying to impact them. And, and I'm like, no way. I mean, it was it was at a middle school camp where I made that decision to follow Christ, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought, I thought, you know, why why do we sell ourselves short when it comes to middle school camps? Yeah. So I, I was, I took it really seriously, and I told my, I told my band, I told my team, you know this this is a serious week you know we're gonna have fun we're gonna do workshops we're gonna work together it's gonna be great but most importantly we're here to minister to these middle schoolers and that's awesome it it was a good time cool well on you know what's going on on a what's going on note yeah here we go (laughs) actually today uh, we talked about we just kind of mentioned a while ago about you know appreciating the people that you work for yeah or that work with you i guess would be the right way to say it um, but right. we kind of work for them too, so <laughs> it works that way. But um, we're getting ready this afternoon. As soon as we finish up this podcast, I'm going to head back to my house, take some tables and chairs, and we're putting on the the all worship ministry barbecue tonight at our house. That's sweet. So we've sent out we sent out an invitation. My wife found this cool thing, which you know, if you if you want a good way to invite people to something, you you get you have to check this out. It's called Evite. It's like evite.com or something like that. But um, so what she did, I I took the comma separated values file, which is like, you know, you can export your contacts from Outlook or any mail program in the CSV format. Yeah. And I did that from our planning center online database of people. And I sent that to her. She uploaded it to this program, and it brought in all the email addresses and the people. And then, you know, those are all the people that we're going to invite. She sent out an invite, and she also put on there 
So it says RSVP, and you know you can also RSVP with your family who's going to come. So it gives you a total number of people who are going to be there, and then you can also have a section on there of stuff to bring. Ah. So she put on this big. You know, we're providing the meat and and stuff like that, but we all the sides are provided by everyone else who comes. So she put on the list of what we needed, and then people can just sign up for what they want to bring. Awesome. And so so she did that. She took care of that, which was awesome. And I'm very appreciative because I did not want to do anything like that. Yeah. That's that's something that she's great at and I'm not. But um, so we did that. So far, I think like 56 people have RSVP'd who are going to be wow. there tonight. That's huge. And then there are another probably 15 who have told me in person but that said, I didn't do it on the computer, but we're going to be there. And so we're le- we're planning on probably about 70 people Man, showing up tonight. You have tonight. that many people in your worship ministry? We have between, you know, this is everybody. So this isn't just, it's worship team, it's sound techs, it's drama, it's photographers, it's videographers, it's, um, you know, uh, some other categories in there I can't think (laughs) of off the top of my head. But um, artists, artists who have done some artwork for us and stuff like that. So so we have these categories. A lot of categories. Yeah. Man, it makes me feel like like small change over here. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> so, but there were 87 people, and then we said you can bring your family. So, that's huge. Uh, so, you know, if all 87 came with their families, we'd be in big so, trouble. Man, yeah. But, can you? I was gonna say, you're gonna feed everyone in your backyard. I mean, how does that work? Yeah, we're gonna feed them in our backyard. It's it's BYOC. Bring your own chair. And, there you go. Um, and we're just I'm gonna cook up the, the dogs and the hamburgers and mm. and we'll have tables out there and everybody sit around. You know the backyard what it sounds good right now? A good juicy hamburger. Yeah. I you know, I never had lunch. I was so disappointed too, because I went shopping today right before I came over here to buy all the food for it. Yeah. And I was gonna get that big box of hamburgers at Safeway because they're third pound hamburgers. Ooh, you know, they're not just the quarter pound ones like you get in the cheap juicy. little bag. Yeah. And they're sold out. Oh, oh. come on. Come on, Safeway. Yeah. Restock your meat. So I had to buy the little quarter pound things. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. So anyway, so we're doing that tonight. Just to, it's it's not, I mean, it's one day's work for, I mean, there's been a couple of little planning things we've done beforehand. But in all reality, for me and for my wife, it's one day's work. She's been cleaning, so she's doing done a little bit more work than me. Yeah. Getting the house ready and stuff like that. But it's not all that much work, and it, and if we can, if through it, I can help people feel like they're appreciated, and feel like you know the work that they're doing for the church goes unnoticed, and and the helps get some more buy-in to what we're doing here. Yeah, I, think I think it's worth think worth it's every great. penny of the meat and stuff. So that's cool. I'm uh I'm doing a uh, worship team pizza feed on September six. Pizza, uh, pizza, because I love pizza. It, I do it's, too. It's my weakness. I. Uh, it's your vice. It totally is. You know, I gosh. What I, kind of pizza? All kind. You know, I love. I love. Um, you know, I, I love the the really thick, crazy. You know, crust with all the massive toppings. Like you know, there's some great places in Vancouver, like Leonardo's or uh, um, Giuliano's. Uh, but I also love just you know normal, you know, plain, simple five dollar pizzas at Little Caesars. Uh, I, I even like frozen pizza, like, you know, Totino's. The $1 and, pizza. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm totally into those. I just, I love all pizza, all kinds, uh, except pineapples. I, I hate pineapples. Really? So, which is hard because Melanie loves Canadian bacon and pineapple. And I, I personally think it's, you know, they talk about, you know, uh, the unpardonable sin. And I think this might be the next closest thing to the unpardonable sin, putting pineapple on a pizza. 
sick. I think you might have a lot of people who disagree with you. On well, that. I'm sorry, okay, but it's gross. <laughs> Come on, fruit now what, does not now belong what's on gross pizza. About it, just that it's fruit. It's okay. All right, if you really want to get into it, here we go. It's it's okay. It's fruit, which and I know people are like, well, there's tomatoes on pizza, and tomatoes are fruit. All right, but everyone knows that tomatoes and pineapples are in a whole different league, right? You you never see people putting strawberries on pizza. You never see people putting cherries or oranges. You just don't do that kind of stuff. What about when, the dessert pizza? When did it become socially acceptable to put pineapple on a pizza? I don't know, but it's disgusting. It it leaves a sweet, uh, a sweet sickly taste to it. The juices start <laughs> permeating, and, and like it smells bad. It tastes bad. It, it it has this really like warm, nasty kind of mushy taste. Oh, it's just it's gross. Now, have you ever had a dessert pizza? Yeah, I've had a dessert pizza. It's got fruit on it. Well, I know it's usually like a fruit, a filling with like little crumbly, you know, pie crust. And but it's pizza. It's on pizza crust. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying pineapples <laughs> are gross on pizza. That's all I'm saying. All right. And I know everyone's gonna be sending me their comments. You know, Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Okay. <laughs> Not my. Yeah. Not David. <laughs> no. go, go ahead. Send me your hate mail. I'm just telling you, pineapples on pizza is gross. All right. That's all that comes down to it. Hey, we should do a poll on our website. We should. We should set up a poll on our website. <laughs> do you think pineapples on pizza is gross? And I know most people, you know, love Canadian bacon and pineapple, or maybe they don't love it, but they think it's okay. I just think it's an abomination. It's it's an abomination before God. It's an abomination before uh, your stomach. I mean, why would you ever choose? Oh uh, yeah, I, I know. I've, obviously, I feel very strongly about. For this. me, onions are are the uh, the eighth. Oh, I, I hate onions. A lot of with people don't like. A lot of people don't like onions. Yeah, I like, think you I just think you just need to give them a chance. You just need to try them out. It's like no, I've tried. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You no. can ask my wife. She tries to sneak just onion powder. Oh, and the even, stuff. Even the onion powder. Onion gets powder. You. I taste it. And like you put onion powder in this. It's just. It wow. just eeks of disgust. See, I, I think I think it brings out flavor. I think it it, uh, it gives it some some good. Uh, it smells good. We can agree to disagree, All but right. you're wrong. We'll agree to disagree about pineapples and onions. <laughs> yeah, if you have any thoughts, you the listener, please uh, send us your feedback. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know that's that's what I'm doing to appreciate people. You're doing the pizza feed pizza to appreciate feed. people. But Got we want to talk for a couple minutes about training up worship leaders because that's what was lost on the one episode. That's right. It, it's funny because I that think, really ties in though with what you were talking about earlier, right? With and, your camp stuff. And and I should say one of the things uh, there is there is this one girl um, who came to the retreat. Uh, her name is um, well, we don't need to say names, but she plays guitar. You know, she's a young gal, and she has tons of potential to be uh, just a phenomenal worship leader. She already does some leading at the youth group on Wednesday nights. And so one of the things I did with her is during a couple of the sessions, I just let her lead it. I let her um, pick some of the music. We did these early morning campfire things, like 7 a.m. campfires uh, with acoustic guitar. And, um, you know, anyone from the camp who wanted to wake up early, usually there's only about, like, you know, seven or eight people who actually wanted to get up that early. But... Uh, you know, they came around the campfire. And so something I've been trying to do more proactively is raise up uh, worship leaders within within our, our body, within our congregation, within our own team. And it's been a bit of a challenge for me because I, I, I see and recognize these people with potential, um, but then it's like they just don't want to get involved or, or it takes too much time or they kind of just end up, you know, sloughing off the responsibilities. And so... I think what we talked about in the the deleted podcast was how do you 
how do you get worship leaders in your church and raise them up and train them up and, and keep them engaged and going and so that they can be like future worship leaders or, or like number twos or, or seconds or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you know, we we don't have it all ironed out like a step-by-step plan for how we do it here. But I think what we talked about was there. there's kind of like a few main elements to the whole process. You have to, first of all, be able to discern somebody who would be good at leading worship. And that right. doesn't necessarily mean your best vocalist because your best vocalist may not be able to lead worship. They might be able to, but they might not be able to. So right. there's got to be something else beyond just a really good voice that's going to you know, lead people in worship, or at least a willingness to learn that goes along with that great voice, a willingness to learn and try new things and step outside of just singing behind the microphone to actually, you know, engaging the people in worship. And how, you know, the next step beyond that, I think for one, they've got to be a committed part of your team already. Yeah. It can't yeah. be, you don't want to just, you know, pick somebody new and say, oh, you're going to be a new worship leader. They they have to have shown some some kind of commitment. For us, one of the things that I do, I'm trying to do it almost every week now with somebody that if there's someone on the team that that's that I think would be a good worship leader, I'm giving them at least one song right. to lead every and, and weekend. I, I've been doing that too. Um, you know, have you know, hey, uh, so and so, how about how about you lead the song? And and they'll kind of actually they'll take it during practice and say, all right, you know, uh, how about you know, piano, give me a little bit of an intro, and you know, so I'll actually have them shape and and kind of mold the the structure of the song, and and then actually vocally lead it or or whatever. The, no, we the, haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, I just you know, I'm still as because I'm playing, I'm still leading the band. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to get them to step into just into the leading the worship, not messing with trying to, you know, fix arrangements and stuff like that, and get yeah. the band to, to play this or that, but to just step up and lead, and then you know, down the road it would it would obviously lead to that, but we're not there yet. So, well, and that's the thing I, I don't know you know if I'm totally there either because I want to you know I'll say my my goal. My goal is to have like two or three people within our worship team, within our, our church, who who are, you know, uh, worship leaders who have the confidence and the ability to to lead the entire service, you know, if I were gone. Or even even better, what I would love, I would I'd love to be just like just a piano player, you know, just be in the background, to not even be up front. Um and I'm I'm trying to work towards that goal, but it's been so hard for me because uh, you know, a you got to have someone like you said that you know actually um, has the ability or desire to do it. But you know, they also have to be skilled. I mean, you have to have you you can't you can't have someone who has no idea how to sing or how right. to play or whatever. You got to have someone with a certain level of skill, and it, it's just been a, a bit of a struggle for for me in in my ministry. I want I want so bad to be to be taking uh um you know to be taking a, a less active role because uh, right now i mean i kind of i kind of end up doing a lot of it you know sure mm-hmm. maybe maybe so and so will lead one song but i want you know i want i want to raise up i i don't know i just see so much value in having people within your church who are are gifted and skilled and passionate about that and, and encouraging them and pushing them and challenging them to do it i just don't quite know how to take it to that next step you know yeah that's you know i think uh, I think that's where we got to the point as at, in our in the podcast that got deleted was at some point we just have to, you know, we have to kick him out of the nest. We have to push yeah. him off and, 
and uh, let them lead. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> let them lead a whole service. And and I th- and another you know another critical part of this we haven't talked about yet is is evaluation, one on one. You know, debriefing after each worship service, or at least after the the whole weekend, if you have more than one service, and and just say, you know, what went right, what went what went wrong, what could we do better next time, and just kind of talk about it. Some of the things you observed, get some feedback from them because it's important that they're while they're leading worship that they're also paying attention to what they're doing. Right. So and, they're, and it gives them more some buy-in to yeah. it also. You know. And so, so I think you know, as as being a leader, that's a very important part of it. Is is you have to de- debrief every, even if it's just two or three minutes after the service. At the very least, do that and talk to him and say, "Hey, how did that go for you? What what went right? What went wrong?" And but at some point, they just have to they have to take the plunge and dive in and go yeah. get it. And yeah. and they're going to make mistakes, but but that's the only way. That's not the only way, but it's about it's the most popular way <laughs> to learn <laughs> is by making mistakes. Yeah. So something I'm trying to do is is work uh, weekly or, or bi-weekly, individual one-on-one with some of these people. You know, I, I say, hey, let's set up an ongoing appointment, you know, 4, 4.30 in the afternoon, whatever. Come by my office. You know, we'll just work on some leadership stuff. Um, you know, just simple things like transitions between songs or, or picking songs in the right keys or, um, you know, or, or even just like what, what to say. Uh, you know, what to say, like, at the beginning of the service, welcoming people, you know, how to do that effectively, and most importantly, how to lead a band, you know, because there's, and you know what it's like, I mean, it can be so easy if you're undecisive, and you're trying to work out an arrangement, and people have different ideas, and if things aren't clicking, you know, it can be really easy to to have a practice end up going like two or three hours, just because uh, things aren't moving, so as a leader, you know, being able to say, look, all right, here you're gonna come in here you're gonna drop out there we're gonna swell right here big build on the course boom we're out you know and just being able to have that decisive leadership or or being able to say um hey this isn't working um drums all right stop stop that little groove you're doing go to something a little more simple because what you're doing is slowing us down mm-hmm. and, and uh so that's the kind of leadership stuff i'm trying to work on um it's just yeah it's just not quite there and uh i, I think i think both of us are, are you know wanting to to maybe go there and um It'll be interesting. Maybe in an, in another two or three months, we can readdress this topic and see if we've made any improvements within our our ministry. Yeah, and I think uh, hopefully, hopefully and, we've made a couple steps. But you know, I also don't expect us to be <laughs> all the way down the road. No, yet. well, and and that, it's going to take a while. I mean, I have there's four people in in my worship ministry that I I see with that potential, and and I'm trying to work in that. Like I said, these biweekly meetings and or giving them a song on Sunday and. Um, but yeah, I want to, I want to get there. You know, I'd be interested if anyone's listening, if you're out there in podcast land listening and maybe you've been working, um, to develop leaders within your worship ministry, or maybe, maybe you're one of the people who is being developed as a leader. Maybe you have, maybe you have a worship pastor who's working with you. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Give us, give us your comments. Give us your thoughts. You can email us. Um, it's Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com or David at worshipministrycatalyst.com. And we actually have a phone number now. I have a phone number. You can call us. Area yes. code 360-356-1175. That's 360 360- 
356-1175. Absolutely. Um, and the, there's also a, uh, a social network that we're trying to get going there. Yeah. So you can get on the website and uh, click on WMC Network there at the top of the page, and that'll t- give you a link to our social network. It's like Facebook it's for like worship ministry. Facebook, but better. But better. But probably not better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with Christian overtones. Yeah. There um, you go. But... Um, yeah, there's there's a forum on there. You can have your own page. You can have your own blog if you want to you know, get on there and start blogging, which I think would be totally awesome Ooh. if we had a bunch of worship leaders started blogging on our... I'm so not very good at blogging. I still have yet to do a blog on our on our worship ministry canvas page. I'm, I'm horrible at that. I'm sorry. I was looking at one of... I was, I, we put up a new design on our blog this yesterday and uh, i was looking at one of them showed the authors and i'm the only author yeah you I haven't posted anything i'm yet. sorry but I hey just, i'm it's intimidating and and i just don't know what to say i don't know what to write we have a lot to say yeah oh i know i have a lot to say that's but all you got to do is write it's not, it it's not good though. it's not like literature yeah. it's you know it's not like Damani Pothan is going <laughs> to be out there grading Pothan. it <laughs> i remember her she's so, great you know you just got to write and just you know talk about what you want to talk about yeah. and what's on your mind what's on whatever and just do it i don't know what to say what what do i write about well okay. maybe i'll just kick you out of the nest and say yeah kick me there you go <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about come on kevin step up to leadership do it do it so, now <laughs> anyway we'd love to hear from you we are out of time yes go to the website www.worshipministrycatalyst.com and get in touch with us and uh, we hope to hear from you soon absolutely have a good day
Hey, whoa.